So my first thought made me laugh so hard. If Rodney Dangerfield was Todd Brown. <laughs> Marty, I get, Marty, I get no respect. I get no respect. Get in the DeLorean. We're going back to, it's your kids, Marty. Your kids. It's a terrible idea. It's a thing. terrible idea. But it's, so, but it's so absurd. That would take this movie in the garbage. Like, if I was Eric Stoltz, I'd be like, really? Like, I got replaced, but you've got Rodney Dangerfield as Doc Brown. That's it's amazing. So good. It's so good. Oh, Jesus. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <coughs> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember... Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, Recasting Back to the Future. There are movies, and then there are movies. You'd be hard-pressed to find a single person alive who doesn't know who Marty McFly is or how many gigawatts are needed for time travel. Today, we're going to do the unthinkable and go back in time to 1985 and technically 1955 too, and recast Back to the Future with different actors from the 80s. We don't have a DeLorean or a phone booth or even a hot tub, but that won't stop us from revisiting one of our favorite 80s films. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Eric Stoltz to my Michael J. Fox, Max Sanders. And with that, let's see if you bastards can do 90. Mo, this is heavy. <laughs> I'm your density! Max, I'm from the future, and I came here in a time machine that you invented, and now I need your help to get back to 1985. I'm so excited. This is, this is like one of the Mount Rushmores. I mean, this is Back to the Future. 
this is the most influential movie of the 80s. Mic this, drop. This is a... Period, exclamation point, yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, do you even get out of the 80s for a minute and just simply say this is one of the greatest films ever made? Ooh. Citizen Kane of time travel? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's 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 interesting. We so we're gonna recast it. You heard in the intro. We're gonna you know pick new characters. You know, you beat me up hard on this when we did this for the Princess Bride. My fear was we're taking this iconic film that has nothing in it that I would change, and we're messing with it. But we had fun, and the response was great. So I was willing to do it again with Back to the Future. But this is this is heavy. Yeah, but like again, we're not you know making cold fusion here. We're just. <laughs> Talking about a movie we love and what we would put in. There's plutonium involved. We have to be very careful. Those Libyans. Oh, be careful. <laughs> you know, we're not recasting them, by no, the way. No, we're not recasting them. <laughs> the, when, whenever you want to really take in the breadth of a movie and see like how impactful it was, look no further than you know, Avengers Endgame. This right. movie, this movie comes out almost 35 years after. Back to the Future, and there's an entire Matt, yeah. yeah, there's an entire scene dedicated when they're talking about the time heist, and Ant Man Paul Rudd is sitting there saying, you know, it'll be fine. We just can't bet on any sporting events. And Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. is like, are you basing all of your time travel knowledge on Back to the Future? It's airtight. There's still like it's interesting. I I read about when they did that scene how they knew they had to address it because Back to the Future was responsible for the definition of time travel logic for all the viewers 35 years after the movie came out. Yeah, so this movie was number one at the box office for three straight months. Nothing has touched that since. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. And this is one of the best movie years of all time. Yeah, this is right. Yep, dead smack in the middle. I was going to say, this is a huge movie year. It's right in the middle. No, you have Goonies, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Last Dragon, Clue, Cocoon, Commando. You want to get me to keep going? I can no, keep going. No, I, I, but this <laughs> Flash, is, uh, Witness, Spies Like Us. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> it's the second best movie year of all time. 84 is the best. The the over and then and then we're, we didn't even talk about one of your and my your and I your and my I'm not a grammar nerd but we didn't even talk about you, one, one of our favorite shows Rick and Morty. There's a yeah. whole other uh, you know canon of Rick and Morty completely based on these characters, which is just one of my favorite shows. One of your favorite shows on TV right now. You know we're gonna we'll talk about so I I can't do a podcast about Back to the Future without throwing in some cool things that we know about the movie. Yeah. But the the primary focus of this is we're gonna talk about. God forbid, you know, the Thanos snap, everybody disappears <laughs> and we have to recast this entire movie. Who are we recasting? Who are we putting in these roles? And we're not going to do all the roles. We're going to just do the ones that we think are of value. And yeah. some people might say, well, why this? We why go that? pretty in depth. I don't think like we, no one's going to scream that we, there's no big omissions. Yeah. There's no big omissions, but like we also, you know, we, we did who we wanted to do. That's, that's our shtick. We do who we want. So as we always do for the poor, unfortunate souls out there who have not seen back to the future, which I, I don't even know. There's like one of them left. There's one. <laughs> Um, I can be I, only one. I, I'm going to go straight from Wikipedia because it, they do a great job and they explain it well. Back to the Future is a 1985 American science fiction film directed by Robert Zemeckis. Written by Zemeckis and Bob Gale, it stars Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Crispin Glover, and Thomas F. Wilson. Set in 1985, the story follows Marty McFly, a teenager accidentally sent back to 1955 in a time-traveling DeLorean automobile built by his eccentric science friend, Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd. Trapped in the past, Marty inadvertently prevents his future parents' meeting, threatening his very existence, and is forced to reconcile the pair and somehow get back to the future. That's pretty good. 
I, I kept on looking and I'm like, oh, I could write something. I'm like, no, Wikipedia nailed it on this one. That is the movie. We are not the first two people to recast this movie. This movie recasted this movie. Yeah, so, for the you better. Know, for the better. Uh, so you got um, Eric Stoltz. Everybody knows about the Eric Stoltz issue, right? So Eric Stoltz, who, by the way, is a fantastic actor in his own right. Not meant for this movie. Not meant for this movie. The apparently he like broke Biff's collarbone in one of the scenes. Yeah, it was, was just really too fighting. tense. And, yeah. yeah. Um, Eric Stoltz, after five or fifteen weeks, how many weeks was five it? weeks? Five weeks after five weeks of shooting, they they're like they replace him. They originally wanted Michael J. Fox, but he at the time to to the point you just brought up, Family Ties, and so he ended up doing all the night shooting, and then when he was done shooting Family Ties, he came back into the day shooting. So the Eric Stoltz thing that that happens. That's one kind of replacement piece of it for the better. For the better. Jennifer Parker's character gets replaced at the end of this movie for Elizabeth Shue, who's in the second and the third. Now, I always thought that was a performance issue, but as it turns out, it's because I guess her mother got cancer. Oh. Yeah. So, I I mean, maybe it was part that her role was so minimal in this movie and yep. it was going to be bigger in the second two. And Elizabeth Shue was exploding at this time. But when I looked it up, it said her mother had gotten cancer. Yeah. Jennifer Parker is memorable, though. For she is. A small role. She very is. small role. Yeah. Very memorable. And then the last recasting, which to the to this day gets talked about, is the Crispin Glover uh, fiasco. So, Crispin, I don't know this one. Crispin Glover is in all of Back to the Future Part 1 and he... he oh, they were casting in 2 and 3. Yeah, in 2 okay. and 3. They didn't bring him back. I didn't even know that. Yeah. When I saw uh, Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3, that's not Crispin Glover. No, Like, that's not. wild. It's, it's a, like a lookalike. And you you knew, about, but didn't this lead to like the big likeness so debates? He, he sued because he sued the studio and it was the first time that people could sue for their likeness being used in movies they weren't in. So, there's only a couple kind of uh, guidelines for the recasting. One is, obviously, you can't pick... Crispin Glover or Elizabeth Shue or Eric Stoltz for any of the t- or any of the things we want to. You recast. can't mix a match. Crispin Glover can't be Marty no. McFly. That'd be kind of fun. That would be a little bit weird. <laughs> um, and other than that, it's pretty wide open. Uh, we picked uh, from like, the eighties. From the eighties, character has to be significant during the eighties, and then we're gonna work reverse order from like the least significant character to the most significant yeah. character. And these are just our opinions, so don't get mad at us. But we're usually right. So no, get mad. Go. Get mad. Get furious. Yeah. Throw, throw throw tomatoes. I want you messaging me, being like, "What the heck?" I love it, um, Max. I. I'm ready to start. Are you ready to start? Let's do it. All right, Max. And let's start off with uh, I, I, important in her role to the movie, but like minimal screen time and didn't really, you know, capture us with like all that much. I, I We're starting off with our least significant character of the ones we picked is Jennifer Parker, played by Claudia Wells. Um, like I just mentioned, uh, she, I believe her mother was diagnosed with cancer, which is why she stepped away. No real major credits yeah, to she her didn't name. Really do much. No. And then after now that Back to the Future is... When did Back to the Future ever not become amazing? But is she um, like trade she, shows she's at trade shows. I've okay, seen cool. I've seen a couple of pictures of hers with Michael J. Fox, which is kind of wild to yeah. see the two of them together. Uh, so our first character we're going to recast: Jennifer Parker, played by Claudia Wells. Okay, so you need bubbly, you need fun, you need a smile, you need that high school kind of energy. I like where your head's yeah. at. Heather Graham. Oh, Heather Graham. Yeah, Mercedes Lane. I like Heather Graham. Heather Graham would have been good. Yeah, just that 80s look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the jean jackets, the high hair. Yeah. I mean, this is tough. This is really, if you think about it, it's kind of tough to do because the real answer is Elizabeth Shue, but we can't give that answer. No, you can't give that answer. It's not allowed. I know. It's not allowed. I think Heather Graham would have been better. No, not better than Elizabeth Shue. She's got that teased hair. No, no way. I won't even entertain that. Bright eyes. I like it, though. I like it. Uh, Although she'd probably be six inches taller than Now, at this point, Heather Graham had been in License to Drive in the 80s. What else was she in of significance? She was in Drugstore. Cowboy. Yep. She's Nadine. Right. Mm-hmm. Really good, like deer in the headlights, kind of innocent too. You know, free spirit. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. That's a good pick. I think you're going to like mine. Okay. Are you ready? Let me hear. Meg Ryan. I don't know. You're, think, you're thinking older Meg Ryan. Think Top Gun. 
Yeah. Uh, think now. I don't know if you've seen some of these movies, but these are uh, you need to see this one. Have you ever heard of Armed and Dangerous? No. Armed and Dangerous is going to come up a few times today with me because the some of the actors I picked happen to be in it. That's really random. It's a Eugene Levy John Candy vehicle okay. about security yeah. guards. It's outrageous. <laughs> Sounds great. Another one, uh, Inner Space. Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan. You need to see that too. Martin Short. No. Inter- you need to see Inner Space. So, so can Meg Ryan play high school? Yes. In both of these movies, she's younger. Okay. Um, I, see, I just think Sally. You yeah. Know I mean, I I, think, and that's and that's why I yeah. brought these up because you're thinking. Remember, well, when Harry met Sally it was end of the eighties. Eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and then I'm throwing this in there just because I love this movie and I don't care that it's not in the eighties. Joe versus the volcano, which is 1990. I know. I wanted to I watch it. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. All right, but that's mine. Meg Ryan. I like Meg Ryan. On this one, I know we don't usually. Are, 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 are we going to award a winner? Or we just live with our picks. I think we just live with our picks. We don't need to yeah, award I a think winner. If we get really upset, we can talk about it. For I'm second. not upset about this. But I like your pick. It's I'd reasonable. Li- I'd live with either one. Who else did you have? If I, because remember, that's the one thing I didn't mention at the beginning of this. Yeah. If God forbid you and I have the same person. We got to default to one of our backups. Who is your backup? Diane Lane. Diane Lane is good. Rumblefish. Yep. Uh, uh, Streets of Fire. Mine was Demi Moore. Ooh, that's a good Demi one. Demi Moore is yeah. my backup. Nice. Excellent. You love better. One Crazy Summer. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were like, what does he love? What does he love? One Crazy Summer. These are just words. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, moving on from Jennifer Parker to Linda McFly, the sister <laughs> of Marty, uh, played by Wendy Jo Sperber. Sperber. Yeah. yeah. So I immediately knew what other movie she was in. Yeah, Bachelor, Bachelor Party. Yeah, yeah. she's the Tom, Tom Hanks's brother's wife who's Dr. a doctor. Tina Gasak. Yeah, yeah. So she, I, you know. Bosom Buddies too. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't hate this, but I, well, you you go first. I, I'll let you go first on these. Who, who did you replace her with? So for her and for David, you know, the brother and sister, yeah. you, you need both ends of the spectrum. Like they need to be goofy and kind of hapless and then be competent and confident at the end. So you need an actor who's well-rounded. I want Joan Cusack. Oh, Joan Cusack. That's a yours is better than mine. Yeah, that's a really good working call. girl sin. You know, got the big hair. Yeah. She's kind of funny. Those no, big sweaters. She she's both sides. Everything from you love Joan Cusack. I do well because everything from her role in Sixteen Candles. Oh, the racist girl to to John Cusack's <laughs> sister in Say Anything. Like, like the whole yeah, the whole. God, you're so good. I yeah. love that you knew that. I like that. Um, if you know who this is, when I give you the name, I'll be surprised. Interesting. I have one of these two where it's like he doesn't know this. Yeah, uh, Carrie Green. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Summer Rental with John Candy. It's on my list. I need to see it. Uh, Lucas, Maggie. Oh, no way. And Andy from The Goonies. Okay, yeah. I thought she would be kind of a cool sister. Like, she didn't have an, this explosive career where she would overshadow Michael J. Fox, who, yeah. who will be recasting, obviously. But I thought, and plus, you know how I am about the Goonies. I try to slip it yep. in everything we do. And Lucas. You love Lucas. I do love, yeah. I love Lucas, too. I'm not sure if she's comical enough. She's good at the end. Do you know what I mean? Is she yeah, but really I, don't know. I don't know that she in this movie was all that comical. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know, kind that, of frumpy with a sweater. I don't think Wendy was comical. I, yeah. I get it, though. Yeah. Uh, yours is way better. I liked yours more. Who was your other? No, I was going to ask you first. Who was your backup? Uh, Dana Hill from European Vacation. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Because she's just like kind of hapless and, you know, just loves her bread. (laughs) (laughs) She does. She loves pretzels. Oh my gosh. Um, you'll love, you'll love this because okay. you'll love this because the movie it's from and you'll know who it is right away. Uh, Michelle Mayrink. Jordan. Real Jor- genius. Jordan from real genius. Real yeah. genius solves the world problems. It does. And again, understated character, you know, just, I think she'd play it well. And love plus it. I just, I like her. She so. wins. She's a, she's our pick. All right, there you <laughs> I'm putting it in. Anything real genius. You're like, <laughs> I'm in, I'm on board. Uh, all right. Well, Max moving from Linda McFly to the brother of Marty McFly, Dave McFly. 
Yeah, so he's Jimmy Olsen in the old Supermans. All uh, J- Superman 2, 3, Supergirl, and Superman 4, I believe. That's a fun role to play. You just should be like, hey, I'm Jimmy Olsen. He is Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> uh, he, that's it. I don't have anything else no, on him. But that's enough. Yeah, that that, is. This and that is good enough. He's pretty good, too. I like when he's like, time to change the oil. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Uh, I, I have a gut feeling that you picked the person that I have. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to show up. I have that feeling, too. I have this weird so, feeling. I Should we say it on three? You want okay, to just do yeah, it on right? three? Right, hold on. All right. One, two, three. Michael Alan Keen. Rock. Oh, oh Michael Keating. Yeah. No. Hey, no. Alan Rock. He's Alan Cameron. Rock. Cameron. No. Oh, Alan Rock. I think it's Alan Rickman. No, not Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a really morose right, do, do, pick. do yours first. I was convinced you were going to with Cameron on this. Go ahead. You go no, first. The goofy McDonald's employee. I think Bill Blajewowski from Night Shift. Yeah. And, you know, serious at the end. He can kind of be Mr. Mom or Bruce Wayne, kind of Batman-y. I don't know. I always wear a suit to work, Mark. So the, yeah, the thing is, like, it's it's like I think one with the hair. The, the hair. The, you can't bring a you can't bring a machine gun to a knife fight, sure right? You can. No, you can't. Like, my like, fight. like that, that's <laughs> Michael Keaton. Like, you got to give him. Uh, all right, all right, fine. Um, I went with Alan Rock, Cameron Fry. I thought he would be perfect. Again, understated. You know, can play the oddball, can play serious. Uh, good comedy chops. Can I he can do the time and change the oil? The confident goofball. Yeah, can absolutely, he do that? Absolutely. When has he done that before? He's done it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You don't know. I don't know, but I just know that I, I like Alan Ruck, Cameron Fry. You just Fry. want him in a Red Wings jersey. He's the best. Um, Max, this takes us to... Very important. Most the, important character. The most in the important movie. character in the movie. The clock tower lady. Elsa Raven. Uh, she... There's so many weird um, connections in all these actors and actresses, so I, there's nothing really that she did on film, but on... So t- I on Titanic. Well, yeah, but I, I, I'm still looking at more that she was in Family Ties on the TV show, which okay, I thought was kind yeah. of funny that she was connected to Family Ties. I know, biggest show in the 90s, biggest movie of the 90s. She's in both of them. I, again, I'm looking at the 80s. Okay, yeah. I'm, that, usually, I'm usually the stickler about yeah, that. So I'm that I, yeah, she had a great, she did great stuff outside of the 80s. Oh, yeah. But she was the clock tower lady. She was not in the 80s doing those things other than Family Ties. Uh, who do you got? So the clock tower lady is very intense. Like, she just needs to save this tower. So I went with a big gun. Again, a machine gun to a knife fight. I went <laughs> Michael sh- Keating. <laughs> you can do both. It'll be Eddie Murphy and Coming to America. I'll play six roles. Oh, my God. Uh, I want Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine for the clock tower lady. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're- in terms of endearment, that it's after 10. Give my daughter the shot. Obviously, Give her the shot. Save the clock tower. <laughs> You're picking these like Oscar powerhouses. You said there was no rules. I don't know. I'm not, I, it is acceptable. There's I, no roads. I completely went a different direction because okay. I'm trying to cast these things. I'm trying to cast them in roles where you wouldn't be like, oh, my God, why is uh, I'm fishing with dynamite? Yeah, here, okay? pretty much. Um, you won't know who this is, but if you do, I'd have a heart attack. Nancy Parsons. That oh, mean anything to you? Parsons. No. No. Yeah. I don't. How about Beulah Ballbricker from Porky's? No. <laughs> She is the awful gym teacher oh, yeah. from Porky's. Yeah. yeah, I thought she would be really good at like save the clock tower, just good. like intense, yeah. like you know. Would she have a whistle? Yes, <laughs> get, I think she had a whistle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Did, did the clock tower lady? Have yeah, a no, we're gonna say she did. <laughs> God, who are your also rands? Well, who are your backups? Cloris Leachman. The old woman from Prancer. Mine was Betty White. <laughs> That's pretty good. I thought Betty White would be kind of That'd cool. Be great. Yeah, right. Little, That's a little bit of a fishing with dynamite yeah. move on my end. She'd be adorable. But, little. Just, yeah. yeah. She's still kicking. Isn't that she amazing? Is, she's doing great. She's at her 100th, 100th and first birthday. She's like 99, 100, something like that. I think she just had her 100th birthday. That's I could awesome. be wrong. Um, yes. So excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Moving from the clock tower lady to Marvin Barry. You do Randy Watson every time. Missed, no, because I was thinking when he goes, <laughs> Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. <laughs> 
Oh man, Marvin Barry, the uh, the cousin of Chuck Barry, allegedly. Yeah, Harry um, Waters. Jr. Harry Waters Jr. I, I have nothing. nothing on him. <laughs> I've got nothing. My pick for this yeah. is going to blow your mind. Okay, but go ahead, you go first. So, question. Yes. Am I allowed to write rewrite the script a little bit? Sure. Really? No. Oh. It depends how much I like your answer. So, if Marvin Barry is allowed to be silent, like he just talks with his eyes and intimidation, <laughs> I want Prince. Oh, I am Prince. No way. Prince. No way. I can't believe you picked no Prince. Way. That's no, hilarious. I, I didn't think you were going to do oh it. Oh my God. So this is so funny. So when I put, you remember when we did our, uh, uh, memorabilia episode Yeah. and you were talking about how you love Prince and I was saying, I don't like Prince. Like yep. I'm not a huge Prince fan. Yeah. And lightning this was, struck you. Yes. Yeah. This was my concession that I thought he would be perfect in this, but he would still talk. I was okay with him talking. No, I just wanted to be with the eyes, just the attitude. I, I we both theirs. have Prince. That's so of all of the ones I thought you I and thought I would, would have the no, same no on. Way. No, no way. I never thought you yeah. would have Prince on this. Yes. I had Prince. That's so funny. Yeah, I thought it was just the idea of like him actually being a musician and doing a little bit more of him performing. Right. And then, you know, the that it's almost this Easter egg that's like Prince's Marvin Berry's cousin, I thought would be funny. Yeah. Or excuse it. me, Chuck Berry's cousin. Yeah. That's wild. Prince. Okay, moving on what from. Who else did you have? Oh, as backup. Uh, who'd you have? Stop well, asking me. You always tell first. Who's you have? Forrest Whitaker. Oh, that's Big, a good one. Big, affable. That's a good one. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, I had Carl Weathers. <laughs> Shut up. I did. That was my backup was Carl Weathers. There's no way he has any musical talent. You know, that's not true at all. It's all in the hips. <laughs> it's all in the hips. He, his dancing in Rocky Four was subpar. Right, his dancing in Action Jackson was good. When was he dancing? I don't remember, <laughs> but I just love Action Jackson and I wanted to talk okay, about it. Okay, fair. Oh, that's great. That's really good. Also, Eddie Murphy. But that's too Eddie big. Murphy would be good. Yeah. It's too big. You think that you draw a line there? <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll take, I'll I'll take a two second role in this movie. Uh, that's so funny that you had Prince. Oh my God. That's what are the odds? All right. Moving on from Marvin Berry to the town drunk, George Buck Flower. Uh, and I'd mentioned this, that he was in that movie uh, that was on the kiosk at the beginning. Yep. Um, but I thought it was his role's unique in that sense, but he's in he's all in, three of them. Is he? Well, I remember he's for sure in he's for sure in one and two. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because remember they the does the whole damn Sunday driver thing when when he goes into the alternate. Yeah, you're right. Two one. Yeah. So I think he was in that one. Uh, who do you have for well, the town all, drunk? Uh, shout out to George Buckflower. He was in They Live and Starman. Uh, he was in also Maniac Cop and Pumpkinhead, which Are and those movies. And, yes, because you don't up. watch horror films and Pumpkinhead and <laughs> he's in a in, and Mac and Me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's it's on the level of Howard the Duck. It's okay. I love Howard the Duck. Yeah, but no, he has a bunch of roles in all these movies for sure. So this is my favorite pick. Oh man! Yeah. If you picked the same I have on this, I'm done. I'm shutting down the podcast okay. for the day. So big impact, little time. He's only got one line. So it's, you need a comedic powerhouse. I want the professor of proctology and other related. You picked the same one. Are you talking Jack Elam? You picked Jack Elam yeah. from Cannonball Run. Nicholas Van Helsing. Yeah, Nicholas Van Helsing. That's yeah. what I'm done. I can't believe you and I picked the same. That's unbelievable. I cannot believe you picked him. Yeah. That's exactly who I thought of. It's I mean, look, I want to show you my computer. Look at my computer right now so you know I'm not lying. Yeah. Jack Elam. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I examine him? He's so funny. He's so funny. I, this is not even. She is signing. This sheet. inadvertently is going to be like our worst podcast because there's like no debating. We've already gone two for two. All right. Um, yeah. He would be great. Again, smaller role. And we're starting small roles to bigger roles. But I thought the he would be absolutely hysterical as the town drunk. Yeah. And 
Also, Rams, I went Eric Roberts. I thought that'd be fun. As your backup? Yeah. I'd put Robin Williams as my backup. Randy Quaid, too. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought, again, it, total, I know, total <laughs> waste of talent. It's a waste yeah, of yeah. talent, but I just thought he would be so funny at it. Uh, yeah. That's great. All right. Are you ready for uh, Mayor Goldie Wilson? Yeah. Donald Full of Love. Fully Love. Fully Love. <laughs> well, fully, yeah, something like that. Uh, I have nothing for him except... He has an uncredited role on the Brave Little Toaster. Have you seen the Brave Little, I love Toaster? The Brave Little Toaster? He has an uncredited role. Well, I don't no, know what a, it is. He's a voice actor. Do you watch American Dad? Uh, I do. You know Reginald, the insurance cop? Yeah, he's, that's him. That's him. Oh my god, he's I had also, no idea. He does the voice work in Monsters U, Toy Toy Story, The Lorax, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, see, I didn't look outside in, of the eighties. Yeah, I just yeah. looked in the eighties. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so he does some good voice work. He got some work. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got a very animated voice. I'm yeah. not surprised. You know, yeah. like yeah, he's mayor. <laughs> so, this, uh, who you is, got for him? This is my pick that you don't know who it is. I guarantee it. Listen. I'm, I'm dead serious. Yeah. And I, I know like people are Michael probably, Keaton. people are probably listening and in their head, they're like, there's no way that these guys actually both pick the same one. Like I swear to God on anything holy, like we did not discuss these ahead of time. And I have this, this is, there are two more coming up in this list that I thought you were going to pick the same one I did. And I think this is the one, another one that you picked the same one there's I no did. There's no way. There's no way. It's All right. impossible. All right. I would bet my DeLorean on it. All right. I had one. Well, then let me know who it is because I will flip my computer around right when you're done. <laughs> so there's no way you have this. It's Blair Underwood. Oh, that's a good one. That yeah. was my backup. Blair Underwood really? was my, no yep. Way. So I was pretty close to having so it. So you've seen Crush Groove? Yes. Because I just like that Russell Walker, you know, he's based on Russell Simmons, the hustle. Yeah. You know, that oh, grind. Yeah. Like you can tell he's going to be mayor. And he looks. Good young and good old. There's a movie. I doubt you've seen it um, because it's like a 90s movie. And as you've said before, you don't watch 90s movies. I watched them back in the day. Back in the day. It's called Just Cause. It's got Lawrence uh, Fishburne and it's got Sean Connery. Have you ever seen this movie? No. So he's he plays the the bad guy and he is a bad guy. His name's Bobby Earl in this movie. You got to see it. It's It's an evil movie. He's a very evil dude. Um, But a lot like Ed Harris is in this movie. Oh, shoot. It's good. It's really good. Um, Okay, that's a good one. I I think you're going to like mine a lot. I, I'm not positive, but I think you're going to like mine a lot. I'm wondering if you know who this is. I'm going to mispronounce his name. Devereaux White or Devereaux White. The lead singer of Devo? No. How about Argyle, the limo driver from Die Hard? I thought about that. <laughs> Did actually. you? Yeah. 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 That was mine. I thought he would be great as a mayor. Goldie I don't trust Wilson. him as a mayor. What? He'd be back in the He's limo. He's slick. He's <laughs> slick. On the phone drinking. <laughs> I don't know. He's the hero of Die Hard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, moving from Mayor Goldie Wilson to this is, a, I was, you, you came up with this idea. All credit to you. I thought this is an awesome one to recast. Einstein the dog. Yeah. I pet, love it. Pets rule. And he plays a prominent role. I mean, he's in, he's a very important character in this movie. Yeah. And also he's played by a dog named Tiger. Ironically, Einstein, the actual Einstein's real cat was named Tiger. Oh, I know. Right. That, there yeah. There's Look like that. the. Secretary of Lincoln is named Kennedy and vice versa. You know, weirdness. You know that one, right? Deep state. Deep state stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Max, who do you have? Who do you have for recasting Einstein? So I need a looker. I need an all time good boy. I'm going Dan Gallagher's family dog. Quincy, Fatal Attraction. Quincy from Fatal Attraction. One of the best golden retrievers I've ever seen. Just good looking. Loves pasta. He's even nice to the mistress. I don't know how you could screw this up as much as you did. What? How do you not? I'm going to give you my pick right now. I'm going to let you talk anymore. How do you not take Hooch from Turner and Hooch? How do you not take Hooch? That dog's incompetent. That dog it doesn't was, matter. He's the best dog in the they're 80s. Dealing, they're dealing with time travel. You need an obedient boy. No. 
you need hooch from what are you Turner. You hooch? the button wrong, and he goes to 2095 or oh, something like you that. Stop that right now. You know the only other options. So I know you and I typically will both list our um, our other options, but I just want to throw in there: had I been allowed to use cartoon dogs, don't we, use Charlie. We could have gone Odie from Garfield. Yeah. We could have gone Astro from the Jetsons, Scrappy or Scooby Doo. Um, or, TV dogs, or movie dogs. Uh, there's movies. They've had movies. Otis didn't have a movie. Yeah, sure he did. Milo and Otis is a movie. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you, Otis didn't have a movie. And then, uh, yes, the one I would have picked would have been Charlie, voiced by Burt Reynolds from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. My true backup was Spuds McKenzie from the Bud Light commercials. Because <laughs> Back to the Future, for all the things that it's done incredible, the one thing that blows my mind is the commercial placement of yeah. ads and everything in there. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if they had been like, Doc, where's Einstein? And it was like Spud McKenzie rolls out with like a Bud Light collar on, you know? What about Grunts from Flashdance? Oh, that would have been good too. He was a good boy. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good too. Yeah. Uh, was that your backup? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I love it. Uh, Max, moving on from Einstein to, this is a hot topic actor because you and I have had multiple accidental bets and debates about who plays Principal Strickland. <laughs> because Token. This is how, yeah, because this is how I lost my steak dinner bet to you because I Who'd couldn't remember. Don't you remember we had this fight about... Uh, I have so many steak dinners coming know, to me. I know, it's so true. I keep on <laughs> losing fights with you. Uh, so yes, so Principal Strickland, uh, played by James Tolkien, who... This guy, War Games, Back to the Future, Top Gun, he was Stinger, Armed and Dangerous, a movie you yeah, need to see is in that as well. Uh, but yeah, he's got a ton of different roles. Uh, he's a tough one to recast. I mean, he plays, We're now we're getting into the, kind of the back half of our list of characters from Back to the Future. He plays a pretty important role in this movie. I think it's more easier when they're more important characters. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there's more at stake. Yeah. We can't screw this up. No, we can, and we will. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who you got? <laughs> so, authoritative figure, someone who's kind of against Marty and the McFlies, but not evil, you know? So, and I want someone bald too and ageless. All right. I went Bill Duke. Oh. Yeah. Deadpan face. Oh, those man. eyes. Bill Duke is really good. Yeah. He's a big guy. Mac. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Captain Armbruster. Oh, that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, also, do you see American Gigolo? Yeah. Leon. Yeah. yeah. He's intense in that. Very too. intense. No, he, this is, this was a good pick. I mean, he, I, I got nothing against this pick. This was a good pick. He could dry shave <laughs> in the middle of the, in the auditorium. Yeah. McFly. <laughs> a McFly has never made, made himself into anything <laughs> in the history of Hill Valley. No McFly has ever. <laughs> History is going to change. Go to show Thomas Susie. She's so sweet. <laughs> you got to bring that up. Oh, I do. I love it. Um, all right. Well, mine mine is not Bill Duke, but I think you'll like mine. Do you know who Jonathan Banks is? Of course. Okay. Mike Ermintrout. That's right. Yeah. From uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Bill yeah. Cop. 48 Hours, Gremlins, Gremlins, Armed and Dangerous. Oh, my God. Also in okay, Armed and okay, Dangerous. Yeah. So now you got to watch it. Uh, I thought he would be perfect for this. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit younger when this would have taken place, but he just has got that. Same like you were just saying basically about Bill Duke, that like silent kind of like. Yeah, the quiet power. Paternal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think he would have been great. But that Love was my it. pick. Yeah. Who you got for a backup? I have a bunch, actually. <laughs> like I started laughing. First of all, Arnold's too big for this, but it'd be hilarious, right? A little bit. It'd be a little <laughs> bit ridiculous. Just gigantic against Marty. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bean screaming about the future. <laughs> that's a little bit weird. A little bit Tom weird. Tom Berenger being the substitute. You know, that's what I thought of. Oh, my God. Berenger. Or uh, Sonny Landham. <laughs> <laughs> just going nuts how can you have sunny random that's absurd uh, and billy crystal i thought would be funny too billy crystal could have been good my only backup i had robert duvall oh that's pretty good i thought he would have done really good he again could have played kind of both sides of that yeah um i, but, thought, I thought alan rickman too but too much snape relation yeah yeah you know, yeah, too close. Rickman, yeah um <laughs> too much snape relation. i don't know he'd like be wearing a cape you're like why is he wearing a cape 
and on that note, uh, so this, this next one is really interesting because this not only has acting ramifications, but it has music ramifications. We are going to recast the high school band audition judge, AKA Huey Lewis. Does he have a name in the movie? Just too darn loud. <laughs> too darn loud. Guy. Does he have a name or no? It's, just- and his, and his name is high school band audition judge. Oh yeah. Appropriate. <laughs> so Huey Lewis you know, I, again, we can get into the fandom of this and spend another 30, Love 30 minutes. Hard. So great. Yeah, great, right? <laughs> I got 50 bucks on this game. The, the, like, <laughs> the, the likeness between that actor and yeah. Huey Lewis is incredible. And Action Jackson, too. Yeah, you're right. The same, well, because all these action guys travel like with each ribs? other. <laughs> you love that scene, I too. I do. Um, Huey Lewis is in the middle of his lawsuit before this movie comes out with Ray Parker Jr. and Ghostbusters right. because he claims that Ray Parker Jr.'s took I Want a New Drug and used the um, rhythm of that to, to create Ghostbusters. Yeah. Vanilla Ice, David Bowie situation. So he decides that, you know, it's so frustrating. Like, oh, this movie is going to make all this money, Ghostbusters, and he's not going to get a penny of it. So he gets fixated on, you know, I'm going to do this as well. So he connects uh, when he's asked. And a part of this too, I should mention, Michael J. Fox is a huge Huey Lewis fan. They go to him. He not only has... Three songs in this movie or two? Three. Three songs in this movie. He also has the acting role in it. And then uh, move fast forward. Uh, one of the only uh, one of the only acting jobs Christopher Lloyd got after this is he was in a Huey Lewis uh, mu- music video. I can't remember which song, but uh, he made an appearance. Wait, you think Christopher videos. Lloyd didn't have a good career? What are you talking about? He didn't have about? a great career after this. Yeah, he did. What do you have outside of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? He's in like a bunch of TV and stuff like that. 80s, just in the 80s. Oh. I'm just talking 80s. Fine. <laughs> You always want to jump out. I'm saying just for the 80s. And he didn't, look, he had a, a good career. He didn't have a great career after this. Yeah, okay. Um, but Huey Lewis, monster at this time. But yep. this is this is his flag in the ground. I mean, he, I'm sure he's still making money off yeah. this movie. Uh, who do you have to replace him, not just as the high school band audition judge, but equally his music in the movie? I nailed this. This is Larry Bird, three-pointer, 1986 championship win. If you pick Larry Bird. If you pick who I have, I'm going to slap you. You seen a little movie called Tarzan? The I have. Movie? Oh, I know you picked. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah. Brilliant. 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 Looks like a gym teacher. No, brilliant. Yeah. You nailed it. No you nailed soundtrack. It. Mine's mine's good. Mine is not Phil Collins good. Yeah. You nailed it. And also 30 music videos. Did you watch his music videos from back in the day? He's kind of goofy. A, a couple of them. He's fun. Like yeah, he yeah. just like, kind of like leans into it. He's like looking at the camera like, can you believe I'm in this? Because <laughs> he looks like a schmo, you know? Yeah. He got the little like flow hair that yeah, we're yeah. both going to have when we have a midlife crisis. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you, didn't he just like, there's some like his, he got divorced or like, did you just read about this? No, I don't keep up with current events. Phil Collins and his wife have been, or ex-wife, I don't even know, have been all over the news recently because they technically got like separated or maybe, I don't know, something in like 2008. She's been squatting at his house since 2008. <laughs> like like she hasn't left. Yeah. She's got like a new husband or a new man yeah. and he finally like tried to evict her and she wouldn't leave and she wants like another- Was he living in the house too? I, yeah, I, I don't know if he was living there, but he <laughs> wants like, a, they, she, they took him to court for like another $20 million because like the first settlement was she like ripped through it already it's awful. The whole thing's awful. Well, it's all over. It's all over the yeah, It's all over the TV. Oh. That awful side, that awful story aside, your pick is great. Uh, my pick is good. Your pick is great. We got. So mine's a little bit, I, I'm pushing the bound of the rules a little bit because technically my pick is two people, not predator. one. It's the predator. It's not the predator. Who's not a musician <laughs> for the hundredth time. He's not a DJ or a musician. He started EDM. Daryl Hall and John Oates. That's good. What's wrong with that? It's not bad. It's just not yours. Yours was better. I like that. I thought Hall. I mean, they've got Out of Touch, Kiss yeah. on My List, Private Eyes, you make My Dreams Come True. This and I thought good. like having the two of them yeah. in the in the in the band uh, recital thing would have been funny. One could be like you're just too darn, and the other one would be like loud. loud. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. <laughs> 
Nice. All right. All right. Well, I, I, your Phil Collins one was really good. That's why I got a little intimidated. Tarzan went hard. Tarzan went great. <laughs> and also Risky Business. Love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Max, this takes us. Whoa, uh, whoa. And also Van Halen, Sting, or Freddie Mercury. Oh, your backups. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah. Van Halen, Sting, and Freddie Mercury. Sting would have been really good. He would have. He's a good actor. I didn't have a backup on oh. this one. I kind of was all in on this one. Freddie Mercury might have been a weird choice. He <laughs> <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> Just play like straight lace with like a suit and tie on. Um, yeah, why not pick uh, Bowie? <laughs> <laughs> wearing the Goblin King outfit the whole time. Oh, that would have been great. No, that would have been terrifying. Oh, the Goblin King. God, I love the Labyrinth. You know, Max, before we hop into the next one, now is probably a good time to take a commercial break. Yeah. I call it a commercial Let's go break. Back it's, to really, the ads. it's really just an ad spot, right? <laughs> yeah. Where we're going, we don't need ads. ads. No, we do, though. Yeah, I guess we do. So here we go. Your kids. Your kids need ads. <laughs> Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C A P S I V A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. All right, Max, we're ready to hop back into it. Uh, this is a blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Your kids are going to love it. I can quote this movie all day long. Yeah. I, I, I love this movie. Uh, let's hop into, this is a big one, Buford Tannen. Biff. Biff. What a great name. It is a great Do name. Do you know any Biffs? I don't know any Biffs. Yeah. I mean, I know Biffs. They're not called Biffs, but I know some Biffs. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah, it took you a minute. Yeah, That's I was right. like, I don't know that you know that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sound smart. Just, not working. just make like a tree and get yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas F. Wilson, Biff Tannen, uh, Action Jackson, Turner and Hooch, couple movies that yeah. he was in. Um, again, had a, actually, uh, I know I'm gonna do a Max here in the '90s and later on. He's been in a bunch of stuff from Law and Order, all types of different shows. He's but, the only one that doesn't like that he was in this movie. Out of everybody, he's well, kind of he doesn't like talking about it. When uh, I watched an interview with him and uh, Christopher Lloyd. And mm. it was really kind of fascinating. Um, he was talking about how when Eric Stoltz was removed, yeah. how like every day he came to work and was like, when are they going to get rid of me? <laughs> he was terrified that he was going to lose his job. He's perfect. He's oh, he is. I would say of all the roles, he, he does his the best. Like he is perfect. I think doc, I think doc. Yeah, well, well, we'll be there in a minute. Uh, who do you have for Biff? This is a big one. So do you know the studio originally considered by who? the way, Tim Robbins? Oh, that that's a good Tim Robbins yeah. would have been good. You know, tall, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. But I nailed this. I, I like I have this to the wall nailed. My, just so you know, mine is so lazy but so perfect. No, my mine took some time. I didn't, it didn't take time. It hit me like a bolt of lightning. All right, all right. What do you got? Vincent D'Onofrio. 
Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So Thor from yeah. Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Big, intimidating. No, also, if you're, you're right. Like Mystic Pizza, too. Remember, he's kind of like dumb, but yeah. he's kind of like lovable. Because yeah. there is something weirdly lovable about Biff. Do you know what I mean? Like that, like, you kind of don't hate him completely. He's like a laughable villain. The, the entire, like, the, the, the biggest plot hole of Back to the Future, in my opinion, is that um, George McFly hires a guy who tried to assault his wife at prom it is to wash weird. his car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, either it's the biggest flex move ever to be like, who's the man now? Or it's just like an utter disregard for like your victim yeah. of a wife, you know, like yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, yeah. So he can go private pile too. You know, all crazy with his eyes. Oh, he is when crazy. He, when he gets the manure on his car, he could just lose it. Manure. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me 300 bucks McFly. Oh, he's intense. I mean, he is an old school bully. Uh, I like your pick. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Mine is, again, I, I say it's lazy. Lazy is not the right word. I just, in my head, was like, who is the best 80s bully you could think of? And, and of course, I went with William Zavka. I knew Billy Zavka. Say, I, I knew, did. I, How could yeah. you not? Johnny from The Karate Kid, Greg from Just One of the Guys. And that movie gets ignored a lot, right? I love, I love when he, like, shush! Bench, when he bench presses the kid. No, it's better when he does the shush. He's like, shush! And he wears a glove. He, he wears a glove. The glove, the glove yeah. is great. And then, of course, Chaz from Back to School. Yeah. Which I would say is, like, his least bully his, role of the three. His hair is fantastic in that. Dude, he's the best. Yeah. He, I mean, Zabka's best. the best. Yeah. I, I actually, you talking about, I, he is, <laughs> I can go on about Zabka forever. He, today... I like him almost more than any actor out there. Well, he just leaned in. Cobra it. Kai, yeah. like, is 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 everything to me. Like, yeah. I love watching him. I like him more than uh, I love Machio in Cobra Kai. But my favorite actor of Cobra Kai is Zapka yeah. for sure. Zapka's more excited to play <laughs> to play that role than we are to watch it. Not even that. He just Zapka is Zapka a better actor today than yes, Ma- than he Machio. Is. He is. He is right. Like he Machio was never great. Yeah. Well, whatever. Don't say that. I mean, outsiders. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> when he's he's great in the outsiders. No, he wasn't. Stay yeah, he golden was. bony boy. He was great. He was not. Yes, he was. I don't know. Don't make fun of him. Uh, who are your backups? Uh, Judd Nelson, I thought would be fun. All right. Judd Nelson's not that bad. And Chris Penn. Chris Penn, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're really uh, mine was I want fat, bat, best of the best. Best Chris of the best. Chris I was gonna say you don't want you don't want foot loose, Chris no, Penn. No, no, no. no, no. Um, my backup was Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> what? I thought Lou Ferrigno would be absurd. I thought it would be absurd. No, it would take you out of the Teachers movie. Teachers Arnold from Marty McFly? No, I don't want Arnold for, for <laughs> I thought Ferrigno would be good. Will Chamberlain is the principal? Is These are things happen in 80s movies. Will Chamberlain was in Conan. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> All right, moving on from Biff to Lorraine, maiden name Baines, married name McFly. Yeah. The matriarch of the McFly family. Leia Thompson. She is Lisa from All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. Love it. Have you seen Space Camp yet? No. You got to see Space Camp. Catherine from Space Camp. Erica from Red Dawn. Red Dawn. She's Wolverine. Red Dawn. Yeah. Uh, Say it. Say it. Beverly from Howard the Duck. Duck Fu. And then Amanda Amanda Jones from Some Kind of Wonderful, who I thought she was great in Some Kind of Wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. She's great in general. She is great in general. Um, I love my pick for this. This is the other one. I I guess I and all these I thought maybe you would have them because we're so alike now. It's so annoying. But um, <laughs> who do you have? Who do you have to replace the infamous Leah Thompson? So you need that pervy energy because you know she's a in- pervy energy. Yeah. If that doesn't become the name of your signature <laughs> perfume, I don't know what it is. Pervy energy. Pervy energy by Max Sanders. <laughs> but can also be depressed and boozy and a sad sack. Yeah, yeah. So. I went classic good looking. You know, you need you need a looker too. Yeah, yeah. And also slapstick comedy, physical comedy, Kim Cattrall. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Mannequin. I like I like Kim Cattrall. Porky's too. So 
the thing about the, the thing I like about Kim Cattrall is we, we talked about how there's nothing I would ever change about back to the future. Mm. Yeah. There's one thing I might change about back to the future, but you actually went all in on this. The, the over aggressive sexiness of Lorraine McFly, Kim Cattrall fits that perfectly yeah. and takes it up two notches. Yeah. That's the one thing that I like, I, I, I didn't, it didn't do it for me. Like I kind of was thinking. It makes the movie weird enough that you're like, I'm watching something original. So, yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? I, that did, for me though, I was kind of like, I thought it took away from it. Like I didn't, it didn't, it seemed, um, it's like it Game seemed of, forced. Game of Thrones. That kind of it's, stuff. Yeah. Game of Thrones is <laughs> yeah. on a different side of the spectrum. As a result of that, my pick is a little bit unique. I think you'll like it though. Phoebe Cates. I like that. I, I thought like fast times, private school, gremlins. In fast times, she's aggressive enough and like confident. Exactly. Enough. You want fast times. You got enough case. of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then I know again, not an eighties movie, yeah. but, um, uh, drop dead Fred. Have you seen that? No, it's, it's my favorite Phoebe Cates movie. Uh, it's in the nineties. You should watch it. But I thought she would do a great job of this, you know, innocent ish yep. slash turn it on, you know, aggressiveness character. I thought, I, and I also, I love Phoebe Cates. So I yeah, who doesn't I love Phoebe Cates? Right. Uh, who's your, say. who's your backup? So I almost picked my backup. I love her so much. And she doesn't get enough credit. Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. I just, that energy. She's like the small little firecracker. Yeah. You know, After Hours. Have yeah. you seen After Hours? I have seen After Hours. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. so weird. No, I like it. Rosanna Arquette's des- a good one. Desperately Seeking Susan. Susan, yep. yeah. Yep. So, and also Deborah Foreman. All right. Yeah, I can Valley see that. Girl. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I went with, I went with Julia Roberts as my backup. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a new nuclear bomb. <laughs> backup, backup. She's my backup. Yeah. Okay. I'm, my mind's blown. Okay. <laughs> You're so confused. Yeah. I just watched Mystic Pizza yesterday and fell in love all over oh, again. Oh man. Um, she can throw lobsters on my <laughs> on my Porsche anytime. You're such a weirdo. What? Why don't you ever throw it on your dandruff uh, too? From why, my, I know. Uh, yeah. Why, you should have. No. No. I was gonna say. Why don't you ever throw it on your uh, on your what's his face cutting board? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Chest cutting board. Cutting board. Chest cutting board. That's yeah. great. Um, Okay. All right. We're getting to the big three. Oh yeah. This is, uh, this is the, this is when things get serious. There's some Mount real, ra- there's some real rant. Well, there's Mount Rushmore has more than three, but it yes, does? Yeah, a couple more than two. Oh. Uh, Larry Moe and Curly. This is when it gets serious. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's take a serious approach on this. This is big. Okay. George McFly. Crispin Glover. Uh, Friday the fir- Friday the 13th. <laughs> you can't help but laugh about the dancing. <laughs> I know. Cause it was Final in our chapter, dance episode. Yeah. yeah. And uh family ties. Yeah. He actually was on there as well. Um, my favorite Crispin Glover roles outside of Back to the Future are not in the 80s. Uh, Charlie's Angels, Fantastic. the hair sniffer, and the hot tub time machine got his arm cut off guy, yeah. which was great. American Gods, he's a weirdo too. Yeah. He's really but good. I, I, I agree. He, he plays look, himself. He's, he is odd, but he's a good actor. Yeah. And replacing him is very tricky. No, it's not. Oh. I knew this one right away. Oh, well, well, excuse me. Go right ahead. Like last night, Darth Vader came to my room and said, pick this actor or he'd melt my brain. Well, I, yeah. I can't argue with Darth Vader. So Crispin, he's got that physical comedy, that kind of sinewy, long wiriness. You're looking at me like you have the same pick. I hope not. It's, I, it's Jim Carrey. No, I didn't. Jim Carrey's good. Yeah. God, that's really good. Whiplock. God, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Cause also, he's got the seriousness when he actually winds up for that punch. I feel like he could actually hit him. And also, like, give me a milk chocolate. I feel like he'd be funny. No, you yeah. killed me. You killed me. No, you didn't kill me. I still like mine, but yours is better. Okay. I hate when yours is better, but I have to admit <laughs> it. Uh, Jim Carrey would be really good. I went with John Cryer. That was my second. That was was my that second. your backup? Yeah. I like John Cryer. I thought, like, Pretty in Pink, Superman no, no, 4, yeah. Hot Shots. Yeah. <laughs> part 2. Part, yeah. part 2, Washout. No, but Part 1. Um, yeah. I, the... 
his ability to play a nerd, right? When we yeah. did Talk Nerdy to Me, I think yeah. we had him on. Ducky was our yep. uh, character on Number Talk six, Nerdy to Me. Yeah, I mean, he plays the nerd really well, but like you know that he can also turn on the serious yep. if he needs to. Yeah, the physical comedy piece, uh, that's where you got me. Jim Carrey would be better as a physical comedian, but I thought John Cryer would be really good. Nice. Yeah, you have you seen the Deadpool by the way? Yeah, Johnny Squares, absolutely so good. Yeah. Oh my god, have also, you? I can't find one bitten anywhere. What do you mean you can't find one? Like bitten? on any of the like the. I've got it on VHS. Just okay. let me know. I'll give it to you. <laughs> do you? It's still in the blockbuster yeah. uh, case, so just I got to return that. I, I got a late fee <laughs> of ten thousand dollars. You can oh, save man, blockbuster. That'd be great. I know. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should we should do a GoFundMe to open up a blockbuster. That'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> Is that what's, what's his face? A Quentin Tarantino, right? Didn't he work at like a, a family video or a blockbuster? Family video, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Kentucky. That's great. Or no, Tennessee, something like that. Yeah, uh, George McFly, John Cryer, and uh, and your pick as well. Um, that's uh, that'd be great. Who, who's your backup? Well, uh, outside of John Cryer, I also had Keith Gordon. Uh, who is Jason Mellon in uh, <laughs> Back to School? Thornton Mellon's son. <laughs> I don't know. He's nervous. That is wild. He, um, you know, he's like a legit director. He directs like serious TV. No, like he directed. I think like a whole season of Dexter. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. So he's like, no joke. My backup almost took my first place one. John Malkovich. Weird. I, that's why. Because I was thinking like Crispin Glover is so weird. Who could play weird better than John Malkovich? I think John Malkovich was born at 45. And he's just been living <laughs> since then. He was born in 1742. He's oh, been 45 since then. He's a, he's a daywalker. Yeah. He's a, he's a <laughs> Cyrus the virus. Cyrus the virus. God. Con Air. Gotta Malkovich, love that. Malkovich? Yeah. Malkovich. Yeah. Malkovich. Malkovich. <laughs> Uh, all right, Max, you ready? He'd be better for Doc Brown. <clears throat> Doc Brown. <laughs> let's do it. Are you ready? Speaking yeah. of Doc Brown, let's hop into Doc Brown. Christopher Lloyd, uh, Taxi, played the Reverend Jim Ignatowski. Wow. I mispronounced the heck out of sure. that. Just go for it. How about Ignatowski? 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 <laughs> I never have watched an episode of Taxi ever in my really? life. Have you? It's fun. I, I, I've never seen it. I yeah. got to watch it. Uh, he was Larry and Mr. Mom. And then after Back to the Future, uh, Clue, he was Professor Plum. He was great. And, and like I said, Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Fantastic. Yeah. All-time role. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, your earlier point, I may, I may agree with you. I would say Biff and Doc Brown were probably the two best casted roles. Marty's pretty good. Marty's pretty good. You're right. He's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I love this. I love this. I think you could replace Marty easier then you could replace yeah, Doc and Biff. It's the Luke Skywalker corollary. Right. Like Mark Hamill's great, but Han Solo and Darth Vader are just are, so, are, yeah, irreplaceable. Yeah. 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 No, that's exactly. So yeah. there you go. Um, speaking of replacing, Max, who you got for uh, for Doc? So I almost had the original choice for the role. John Lithgow would have been perfect. Lithgow would have been really yeah, good. Yeah, but I, I can't go like that, too. So I think I got a good one. I'm not like psyched about this one as much as the other ones. I'm psyched about this one. This is okay. my this is one of my favorites. So you need ahead. the spastic energy. Needs to be heartfelt, energetic, brilliant. You need to be all over the place, but you gotta like the guy. I went Steve Martin. Steve Martin would be good. Yeah, you get a little Gil from Parenthood. Yeah, and you know you get a little bit of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, Sergeant Bilko too. The kind of the calm, yeah. fast yeah, yeah. No, I like that. That that's, CD Bales, the confidence from Roxanne. I, I like it. It works. Yeah. It works. Um, <laughs> earlier when you picked this person as either a backup or a primary, I can't remember. I almost passed out because I've got Michael Keaton for this. Shut up. I think Michael really Keaton. Good. Michael Keaton would be an that's awesome really Doc good. Brown, right? It's like, like he dials down Beetlejuice to like a B minus, right? Basically. Yeah, and he's good. got the wildness. And he's yeah. like, oh, you want to get nuts? Yeah. Let's get nuts. Yeah, and we're going back in time. Uh, Why is everything heavy? <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I thought Michael Keaton would be great. Yeah. I mean, he's in Mr. Mom, Johnny Dangerously, Gung Ho, Beetlejuice, and Batman. He, yeah, he, I mean, I've, never, I've never seen him in something I don't like. I would say when I think of Doc Brown, 
to your point about Beetlejuice being dialed down, I would I would equate it most to a combination of Gung Ho and Mr. Mom. Yeah. Like they're like that element of like Mr. Mom, like frazzled, like running around. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it takes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought Keaton would be good for this. So my first thought made me laugh so hard. If Rodney Dangerfield was Todd Brown. <laughs> Marty, I get, Marty, I get no respect. I get no respect. Get in the DeLorean. We're going back to, it's your kids, Marty, your kids. It's a terrible. It's a terrible idea. It's so absurd. That would take this movie in the garbage. Like if I was Eric Stoltz, I'd be like, really? Like I got replaced, but you've got Rodney Dangerfield as Doc Brown. That's amazing. It's so good. Jesus. Also, someone that actually could do it. uh, Michael Douglas could be fun. Oh yeah, I could see Douglas. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good. He can backup. be funny. He can be funny. I did have Malkovich as my backup on this one. Yeah. To your point, I thought, but he was so young. I don't know that he would have. I mean, Keaton was young too. What so about Walter Shaw? <laughs> He's little. Him and Marty are the same size. <laughs> Why not Danny DeVito? <laughs> that was one of my other ones too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Max, this takes us to the big one, the final countdown, yep. the big one. Uh, what does the J stand for, Michael J. Fox? Jerome. Is it Jerome? No. no I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Marty McFly himself, Michael J. Fox. Jamoka Shake. Uh, family, family, <laughs> family ties. Family ties. Alex P. Keaton. Yep. Uh, you know, talk about the the talk about the luck of the producers of Teen Wolf. Yeah. You know, they grab them, yeah. they grab them inside of them. Yeah, they make this crap movie. I love Teen Wolf. Yeah. I I want anyone listening to this understand. Like, I ride hard for Scott Howard, yeah. but this is literally like a twenty five dollar budget movie that was like made in someone's like trailer. Everything else is cream cheese. And they and they make this movie, and they happen to get them. They happen to get them on uh on board while they're shooting, basically Back to the Future. Back to the Future explodes. Yeah. And then <laughs> riding the riding the yeah, coattails yeah, of that is yeah. Teen Wolf, um, and then obviously one of his greatest films, <laughs> Secret, Se- Secret to My Success. Bradley Foster, aka Carlton Whitfield, yeah. Bright Lights, Big City. He Michael J. Fox is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like I almost feel sick to my stomach trying to recast him, but that's, I don't, that's our I, job. I we got to like, do it. I feel like if I could go back in time and put this person in instead, I would. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you're not gonna like it. You're really not gonna wow. like it. You're, wow. You're Can going, we go? I want to go back to what you just said. Yeah. You you are standing by that you would replace. Nailed it. Yeah. You're saying you would go back in time. You'd get in your DeLorean. Yeah. You'd get in your time machine yep. and you would replace Michael J. Fox with this person. Yeah. There's a triple bullseye. Wow. I I really like mine. I really like mine. Yep. I still would not touch Michael J. Fox. Yeah. All right, go ahead. The, the the people are listening. You better come strong with so, this. So, 10,000 feet view. You know, we're looking down. Marty McFly is a character. High energy, coolest guy in the room, play the guitar, has the girl, but also has kind of this, what am I doing in the 50s freak out kind of moment. So, you need the whole spectrum of acting. I need someone who's can understand a chaotic situation and react accordingly. Use SOB. If you pick the one I pick, go ahead. You're, you're giving a good lead into who mine is. Nick Cage. Nope. I didn't pick Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage. So... My biggest problem with Marty. Wow, Nick Cage. First of all, physicality wise, Marty's 5'4. I know, I know. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I know. With him and Biff now, it's a fair fight. It makes sense that he's standing up to him. He's not 30 feet taller than him. (sighs) And I think about Valley Girl when he's playing Randy. He's kind of the punk. Look, I love Nick Cage. Rumblefish, he's playing that 50s cool. And can you imagine Nick Cage's reaction when he finds out he's in the 50s? Like, think about how he reacts. Well, I mean, think about uh, Peggy Sue got married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he plays a, a character in the 50s, basically, yeah. right? Or was it the 50s or 60s? It's, it's in that time. era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. He's just perfect. He's, he can go the whole gamut of emotions. Next, he's also a heartthrob. At it's a good It's a good pick. It's not a I would replace 
Michael J. Fox. Like you, for me, it is. You're nuts. You're nuts. <laughs> I would even, I would even argue. I like your pick. I think mine's better, and I still wouldn't replace Michael J. Fox with my pick. Okay, what about Face Off with Nick Cage and Michael J. Fox? Oh, that'd be great. Jeez, <laughs> ah, getting rid of Travolta. <laughs> uh, Max, I'm going with Robert Downey Jr. I really like that. Actually, like I, 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 I that's why Pretty when you when you were, being fixed. when you were doing your lead in, yeah, and you were talking about like cool, calm, collective, yeah. but also like freaking out in this situation. Less I'm like, zero. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, this is Robert Downey Jr. Weird science, back to school, Johnny B. Good, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And then back think, to school mostly, I think. Right. Is right. Like the primary one. Right. Yeah. Right. But he's got that like no, all, that all confidence yeah. mixed with like wild kind of physicality. So. Bueller-ness kind of. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think Matthew Broderick at all? I, that's my backup was Matthew Broderick. Yeah. yeah I, I thought, thought he could have done it. Although the thing with Matthew Broderick and the reason I wouldn't have picked him as my backup is that he's almost like too cool for school. Like mm-hmm. part of what's nice about Marty McFly and it's done well by Michael J. Fox is he's tripping he's, all over himself. He's a fallible character. Yeah. He's not refined. He's got his issue with being called yellow and a chicken. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's, he's almost oversensitive. That's why I thought Robert Downey Jr. would be. I love good. it. Yeah. He's Iron Man. I, I, yeah. I, uh, That's I, Iron Man I, I am, I am, I am McFly. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Max, that's it. Well, who else did you have? I told you who I had. The backups. I gave you the backup. Who's the backup? Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't okay. ask. Well, Christian Slater. <laughs> You're not done. You no. want more? Yeah. Too Christian cool? Slater would be good. Too cool? No, he'd be good. Tom be Cruise good. freaking out. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I thought about Tom Cruise as well. Yeah. But the thing with Tom Cruise, like he's he's like, there's he never turns it down. Like yeah. at, at that age, he'd be so intense, right? What about Rob Lowe? No. No? no too no. cool? Too cool. Rob Lowe would have made a good biff. It would be a different kind of biff, but he would have made a good biff. Yeah, that's true. I like that. Yeah. Val Kilmer? No. <laughs> I already gave you your weird science shout out. Chris uh, I love you. How about Val Kilmer today would be a great Doc Brown? <laughs> yes. Like recluse, like long hair. Be a darker movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be a much darker movie. Uh, this was an absolute delight. Yeah. And now is a perfect time to go to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Max, this week we are going to highlight one of our fans. His name is Jason, and he is a Back to the Future guru ninja. Yeah. I mean, he's a level six. We're not worthy kind of no, thing. No, uh, Jason's got a lot of awesome stuff going on. Oh, my God. He's the god of Back to the Future. Yeah. BTTF. <laughs> BT Niner. Seven. Did you call from a walkie-talkie? Sorry, it's hard to say. I didn't, I didn't expect it. Um, DeLoreanRental.com. What I want for my birthday, by the way. I'm on it. Or 100th episode. Let's do that. There you go. Perfect. We'll do it from a DeLorean. (laughs) In the back of a DeLorean. There's no back. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be in Mr. Fusion. We can hide in that. Um, And then his handle for Instagram, at Back to the Future HQ. Got to check it out. His pages. Yeah, if you have a name like that, you are you better have that back name. To the future. Right. And uh, I mean, there's behind the scenes photos. I mean, movie cast news. Yeah. If it's Back to the Future, he's all over yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's incredible. So we reached out to Jason because we thought getting his opinion would be pretty important. And here's what he's got for us on his recasting choice. Hey, what's going on, Buzz the Tower? This is Jason from DeLoreanRental.com and Back to the Future HQ. So the question, if the original cast of Back to the Future was not available... Who would I pick in their place back in the 80s? I mean, first and foremost, nobody can can top the, the original cast, right? They were fantastic. But to answer the question, for me, looking at Doc Brown, I would want Jeff Goldblum. I absolutely love Jeff Goldblum, obviously. Uh, his amazing work on television and screens such as Jurassic Park. But for me, the way he speaks, his mannerisms, the way he walks, talks, 
I think he would be a perfect Doc Brown. I'm not sure what you guys think about that, but for me, I would love to have seen or to see Jeff Goldblum act as Doc Brown. Great Scott. Curious to know what your guys' thoughts are. Thanks. Goldblum. Such a good choice. That's a great pick. You guys did it. I imagine at the end of Back to the Future 1, as he peels into the driveway with Marty and Jennifer, say something like, I I need to take you to the future because of your kids. And Marty would be like, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm just simply saying that uh, life finds a way. (laughs) Oh, God. You had to do it. Come on. Chaos. Yeah. He's in there. Then Jennifer's like, what are we doing? He's like, let me explain chaos theory. Give me your well, Maybe it's not DeLorean. It's the Brundlefly transportation, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I always think yeah. I always think Jurassic Park. You always think. Brundlefly. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, no, I mean, that's a great pick. He would totally be. He's, he's, it's that quirkiness that yeah. Christopher Lloyd what if, has. What if he meets Mac the alien in the future? There you go. Yeah. Right, Mac. What if, uh, how about this? What if he finds a cutting board in the future <laughs> that's got his body his on it? His own chest on it? Yeah. Not weird. Not weird at all. Uh, Jason, thank you for the great pick. And we agree that would have definitely worked well. Fantastic. Nailed it for sure. Uh, Max, that concludes our recasting back to the future. We did it. Lightning didn't hit us. No, we're, uh, we're not being punished for this unholy of acts (laughs) that we did, but we, I mean, it was, I mean, to your point, I was glad we did it with the princess bride and I'm glad we did it now. I think we showed the original movie quite a bit of respect. And as we recasted the, the actors for each position next up, we'll do Goonies and get it right. We're never recasting. (laughs) Goonies. Jeez. How do you end an episode saying that Uh, you're going to get hate mail. I just love your address out there uh as always i'm so this is you you have to say that right before i gotta tell people to like review and (laughs) throw their phone it's great great if you want to see all the great stuff we do not including max's idiocy as it pertains to the goonies then please check us out at buzz in the tower is our handle on all social media um share the episode with a friend you know if you're not sharing these episodes with the people you you care about then do you really care about them yeah i mean you're you're holding out this gem and they can't be a part of it that's sad it's the power of love Find us on find us on all podcast uh, platforms. Uh, if you hop on Apple Podcast and you see us there, subscribe. Please write a review and leave us five stars. It really helps us out. It really does motivates us. Max has got a lot of emotional problems. I and, need and it. I your need reviews it. really they fill him up. They, they fill do. his cup. It's nice. temporarily. <laughs> And then he needs more right yeah. away. The bottom's empty or whatever. Uh, the yeah, bottom's something like out. that. Uh, great, great. So look, this was heavy. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. It was density. Uh, Max, any final notes? Any any good back to the future quotes you want to throw in there just last minute before we go? I'm just going to have a chocolate milk after this. Well, there you go. I could go for a chocolate milk too. <laughs> and that's the power of love. Signing off. <laughs> so many lines. Darth Vader <laughs> and George Melt McFly. Uh, take care. Bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.